morning and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour. Happy Veterans Day to all. Uh, yesterday was the Veterans Day holiday. Today, like I think, the mail is about the only thing that <laughs> that isn't open. Maybe some government stuff. Uh, no mail today. I don't even know if the banks are open or not. Um, Wall Street's open. Gold's open. Everything else is open. Uh, 800-951-0592 is our toll-free number, our website at allamericangold.com. And I just want to salute our troops out there, as uh, most of you know. Uh, my brother is, is a colonel. Uh, he has served our, our country for decades and all of it. It doesn't even matter whether you're, you're a private Colonel, General, any of you that have uh, signed up to protect this country, we salute you. And we stand with you. And I know it's hard, right? It's 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 a much different time right now. You know, I wasn't born uh, during, you know, uh, when the Vietnam War started. I definitely uh, didn't remember it when it ended. Uh, but I do know from the history books what a divided country we appeared to be. Boy, it looks like we're there again, doesn't it? Speaking of divided, still no word. Uh, right now, it's not looking great for Arizona. Uh, Christine Cinema, the Democrat, uh, looks like going to... Uh, and it's early. Uh, early. I'm probably, actually probably getting kind of late now. Uh, her lead's get, uh, gotten bigger now. Last I saw was over 30,000 votes. Uh, there are recounts in, in Florida. I mean, I, you know, it'll probably be Christmas uh, before we know who's gotten what done. Here's what we do know. It, it's a divided Congress, right? The Republicans, no matter what happens, uh, even if the Democrats pick up Arizona and Florida, uh, they'll still control... The Senate, no matter what happens, the Democrats will still control the House. Uh, but apparently none of that really matters. Big down day. We'll watch it. It's early, uh, but it's gaining speed right now. The Dow's down about 350 points. Uh, a lot of different things. Uh, we had uh, more escalation in trade wars. Big problems with banks in Italy. Get ready. Uh, Brexit issues, right? We're still talking about Brexit issues in, in the UK. Uh, the euro, the pound, under big pressure. We've got rate hike problems here in the United States. Uh, General Electric. Are we closing in on a bankruptcy? Uh, yeah, that stock now, last I saw it, it was uh, below eight, down to seven, working its way to six. Uh, their CEO saying, "We'll sell what we have to." A uh, lot of leverage, huge losses with the California wildfires. You know, one of the quote-unquote safe havens that they tell you about. Buy the utilities. Uh, don't buy the California ones. Uh, speaking of that, wow. You know, I I get it. I, I, I know. We all want to, quote-unquote, save the planet. Okay? We do. Nobody nobody doesn't want to. But this is what happens 
when you don't have a good forestry program in a state where, listen, wildfires are not new to California. You've got to cut the trees. you got to mow those grasses. You just, you have to, or this happens. I, I don't even know. I Caught me off guard. Like one whole town, it's completely gone. I mean, people, people like 30 people died. And they're still, they're still looking for more. It was like it came out of nowhere. And now, you know, what's weird is, is, is you're seeing it. You know, used to be a lot of times, you know, when there was a big wildfire, it was in the middle of nowhere. Right? Now, you know, oh, I burned, you know, 100 structures, but they're like log cabins and, you know, remote things. These are burning in people's neighborhoods. It, it's it's creepy. Uh, something's got to give there. I know the president was like, hey, you know, if you're not going to have a good forestry program, we're just going to stop giving you aid. I I don't disagree. Uh, of course, now the Californians, they, no, the, don't tell them that. I don't get it. I mean, some of this stuff, it's just common sense. And we've lost all of that. I'll tell you right now. We are living in very, very interesting times, uh, but we'll talk all about it. Uh, up to $25 billion in losses just on the wildfires. You know, uh, last week we talked about uh, bad grades, if you will, bad marks with inflation and really stagflation uh, from the producer price index. We talked about used car prices now hitting all-time record highs, not just for price. Now the payments are going up with it. Uh, Saudi Arabia, oil, you know, oil, we talked about it briefly. Oil fell like almost $20. It was like 17 18 bucks. Saudi Arabia today said, hey, we're going to start cutting a million barrels a day of oil per, uh, production Crude oil is the only thing up today, and really, it's not even up that much. Sixty dollars uh, and ninety-one cents, and we'll we'll talk about Illinois. More bad news. Remember, we added New York City to the bankruptcy watch, watch list, uh, and then probably the biggest news, at least on the gold side, Italian banks. Are we getting right? Remember, what was it? Two or three weeks ago, I told you how the big money already moved all of their money out of the Italian bank. Uh, now, uh, apparently, huge shortfall seemingly appearing overnight. We got that and so much more. Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dial. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. So, you know, we talk about elections. We talk about trade wars, and we and they're talking about you know PE ratios, and all these guys telling you, oh no, the it's different this time, and we're we're just gonna have stocks are gonna go up forever by the dips, all that stuff, all that noise. Look at this great economy: four point two percent GDP, three point five percent GDP. <laughs> 2.8, that's where, that's where I think fourth quarter is going to be, by the way, 2.8. Give you a little teaser there. <laughs> you notice the trend? <laughs> I'm just saying. Point it out. Uh, you know, things like uh, the housing market absolutely coming to a stop. Car sales 
flowing dramatically. Those are problems, right? And eventually, the hard data catches up to the soft data. But while all all of that is gone on, all to divert your attention, the euro hitting the lowest level. I'd have to look it up, and I, and I apologize that I didn't. But this is the lowest level I've seen the euro in years. Uh, down to 112 this morning. Uh, basically, almost coming now uh, in, let's just say it's in earshot now of parity with the U.S. dollar. I would say this, it's probably a good time to go on a European vacation. <laughs> right? It's a lot cheaper now. Uh, remember, remember when the euro was on a dollar forty, dollar fifty. More banking problems now. Now, why is Italy more important than Greece or Cyprus? More important than Venezuela? Which, by the way, did you see where Venezuela wanted its gold back from the Bank of England? And the Bank of England said, uh, nope. Did you see that? Listen, that's another great lesson for all of you out there. You need to have your gold where only you know where it's at. But what's been going on in Italy, listen, it takes time. You can cover it up. Right? You can you can put some newspaper down and you can cover it up. It works for a little while. But here's the difference between Italy and those other countries. It's too big. And listen, nobody here thinks Italy's that big. <laughs> I mean, right when we talk about the great juggernaut economy. Italy isn't one of those countries, right? We know about the U.S. and China, and we'll talk about Germany, and maybe we'll talk about Japan or England. Maybe every once in a blue moon we'll say something about the French. But that's about it. It's too big to bail out. Let me, let me, let, let me tell you what, what's happened. So we know that Italy is out of money. They want to go further into debt. The European Central Bank said, no, you're already in violation of the agreement. Right? You're only supposed to have, right, in Europe, here's what's hilarious. You know what they want the debt to GDP to be? 2%. Funny how that number keeps coming up, right? I stopped and I'm telling you, right? They just make crap up, right? Our debt to GDP for fiscal year 2019, which has already started, is going to be what five or six? Don't worry, don't prepare, don't get ready. It's going to be fine. Sure, it is. It's going to be great. There's a reason why they have rules like that in place, by the way. Because it's not very good what happened. So here's the problem. Italy has been having a hard time selling debt. 
when things get worrisome, for lack of a better word, because I'm not that smart, we see it all the time. When the Dow's down big, what happens to bond yields, right? The bond yields fall, right? Even though we know that we're in a raising cycle, they'll fall the days they that downs are, bonds are down big because that's how all of the algorithms are written and all of those things. The problem for Italian banks is Italy's bond yield curve is exploding and, and it's now well above ours, right? It, it's, it's much higher than like the Germans, let's say. Right? Italy's 10-year note's approaching 4%. Germany's 10-year note's not even at one. These banks, these Italian banks, because they're in, they've got all these bad debts, need to hold a lot of bonds. Because you remember, they're tier one. And I'll get to that in a minute. If I will, just so you know, this is what they made up after too big to fail. You gotta have enough tier one capital, right? These are the debts where hey, these are as good as gold. Uh, no, they're not. <laughs> That's what the Italians are finding out. So their banks own all this Italian debt. And as the bond yields rise, those bonds are losing money, which is already hurting them because uh, they are almost out of money. And I want to do, you know, remember, everything we do, the Europeans do as well. Right? So we had the solution to do too big to fail. Right? We called it, what, what Dodd-Frank. They had a similar thing. Right? Instead of bail out, they're going to be bail-in. In the uh, EU, it's known as the BRRD Directive. Yeah, I'll tell you stuff. I have no idea what it means. Well, I do know what it means. It means, hey, we, 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 we wrote down a bunch of stuff to make you pretend that we actually fixed something. And, and what it was designed to do was remove the need for the possibility of bank bailouts and instead usher in bail-in. Right, we've been talking about this for a while. Why do you put away gold? Why do you put away silver? It's actually super simple. You're hedging against your own central bank. And the riskier they get, the more you need to have it. By the way, out on the website today, I'm not going to play it, but Ron Paul goes through and they start talking about all of these central banks that are bringing their gold home, that are buying more gold. I mean, another I forget the name of the country. One of the, like Bangladesh or something like another one buying gold again. I mean, everybody's doing it. There's a reason. On Monday, that you know, today, 
Traders got a harsh reminder when Italian banks came under renewed market focus. They were forced to sell because of inflated holdings of the country's government bonds whose values continue to tumble. Again, as rates go up, you think about all the banks that have U.S. debt. As rates go up, yeah, listen, they haven't even started going up yet. The latest Banca Carriage, and I don't know how to pronounce it, and I apologize. This Italian bank is the latest one, according to according to to, to Reuters. This particular bank needs half a billion dollars to fill a hole in its balance sheet to avert a possible crisis that would further destabilize the Italian banks. Listen, all the big money's already out. Here's what's going to happen. They don't have it. Okay, They don't have any money left. The ECB says they have until the end of the month. When they don't have it, according to the rules, Italian banks would take up the bulk of the uh, subordinated bonds that this Italian bank would plan to issue. In other words, hey, the only way they could raise it, they got to sell it. No one's going to buy it. So the Italian banks, the ones that are left, are supposed to come up and buy them. Here's the problem with that great plan. <laughs> the Italian, the rest of the Italian banks aren't in that great a shape to begin with. They really can't afford it. Here's the other part of the plan that people didn't realize. It's voluntary. In other words, those banks don't have to buy them at all. And so now they're saying that according to the process, if the banks don't buy it, the shareholders of that particular bank would be forced to take losses. Now, I don't know how it's going to work out. And, and, and we're sitting there, we're going, hey, it's only $500 million. That's not that much. But the problem is, it's all the other banks that have that same problem. Not there yet. But if the Italian yields all of a sudden go to four and a half, go to five, now, now they're all in trouble. And the ECB, see, they have, they have a... Uh, what do we call it here? Uh, the FDIC insurance. See, they have one of those too, right? They they don't call it that, uh, and, and and I I don't know if I'll be able to find it. I actually uh, had it here at one point, but their FDIC insurance has the same problem ours does. Not enough money in it, right? They don't have the money 
to actually keep people whole. So when you start thinking about and why it is that I always remind you, when you put your money into the bank, you become an unsecured creditor to the bank. And by as banking law goes, that actually puts you at the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> I mean, it really is the greatest Ponzi scheme of all time. See, used to be in in out of the kindness of their own hearts for you giving them your money. Right? You know, remember when you opened up an account, you got a, a toaster, <laughs> a blender, I, I mean, I don't know, they give you stuff. They used to pay interest in a good amount, too. Yeah. You're supposed to be able to buy a CD. Live off the interest. Right? Then pay you 7, 8, 9%. See, that was the reward for you putting your money with them. Now your reward is, hey, if we don't screw it up, we won't take all your money. Picture Radio News Hour, halftime on a Monday. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, a national volunteer organization founded by Phyllis Schlafly and continuing to uphold her legacy by opposing radical feminism and representing a traditional conservative perspective in our nation's capital. And now from the archives of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, here is Phyllis Schlafly. Today is Veterans Day, a day when we honor the men who have served our country and thank them for their service and sacrifice to defend us. This holiday was originally known as Armistice Day. It was established to remember the 1918 signing of the Armistice Treaty and to honor the heroes of World War I. In 1921, Congress ordered the building of a tomb to honor the men who had given their lives. One unknown American soldier was chosen to be buried in the tomb. When the Navy ship Olympia arrived in Washington with the body of that fallen soldier, America responded. The band played Onward Christian Soldiers as the casket was taken to the U.S. Capitol, where the soldier was laid in state. President Warren G. Harding, other government officials, and thousands of Americans paid their respects to this fallen soldier. On the morning of November 11th, this soldier was given a military procession to Arlington National Cemetery and buried in what is now known as the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. This tomb has been guarded around the clock by dedicated servicemen and women since 1948. The honor for the sacrifice of this soldier was evident once again when the guards refused to leave their post during Hurricane Sandy. In 1954, the day was officially renamed Veterans Day by President Dwight Eisenhower to honor American veterans of all our wars. 
These brave men who are willing to sacrifice their lives for our freedom should be celebrated. So on this special day, when we pause to reflect on the sacrifices made by men and women willing to lay down their lives to protect and defend our Constitution, our freedoms, and our way of life, let us be proactive and prayerful in showing our gratitude. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Whether it's the vision of our founding fathers, the courage of our veterans, the moral compass of Christopher Columbus, or the fortitude of presidents like Lincoln and Reagan, the truth of history should not be undercut by liberal ideology. At Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, we honor history even as we look to the future. Join us at phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. 809-510-5592. Just to put things in perspective, the last time this Italian bank had to raise money was December of last year. They've already had to raise money three times since 2014. This is going to be the fourth. (laughs) It's uncertain whether the other banks are actually going to buy their bonds or not. By the way, Italy does have a depositors guarantee fund. They dub it, they make fun of it. It's called the voluntary scheme. (laughs) Again, now remember what this is. That's the other banks buying Essentially, think about it this way. In order to come up to make up the difference, this company's going to sell stock. And these other banks are supposed to buy them. That's, that's how they're going to pretend that everything's okay. If they don't buy them, apparently uh, they're just going to take it from the depositors. And, and remember... This time, next time, right? The time after that, who, we don't know. When does it all end? Obviously, not at $22 trillion, right? And I'm looking at our debt. Does it end at 40 Because at 40 that, that's not that long. <laughs> that's about, I don't know, seven, eight years from now. Does it end when the Social Security Trust Fund, which, remember, there's no money in that, allegedly runs dry? Which also, by the way, about seven or eight years from now. But remember how it used to work. You gave them the money, and they'd lend out your money. I mean, that was the plan. And of course, what a normal person would do is, you know, before they, they, they liked it. And I don't know how they came up with this. But, you know, again, they make stuff up. Well, 95% of it, they're supposed to loan out. Because that's how they make money. But now, with debts, I mean, let's face it. If you go into that derivatives market, we don't even know what it is. Seven hundred trillion, eight hundred trillion, nine hundred trillion, whatever. Ever, I don't even know the number that comes after a trillion. A person with common sense might start going. You know, maybe I don't know. 
the banks should only loan out 90 or 85 cents. Make sure they don't end up screwing over their depositors. Oh, we can't do that. Of course, if they did that, let me tell you, the whole Ponzi scheme falls apart. So they knew, the banks knew, hey, we can't keep paying this interest. We got to force these people to realize that their money isn't worth anything and that they should spend it. And of course, they took decades of it ingraining it into your head that you need to get this return on your money. And notice how the return was some ridiculous number. Seven, eight, nine percent. Yet they say inflation's only two percent. I mean, that doesn't make sense. But the only way for you to get it now is to do what? You know. You know, right? Buy stocks. That I mean, that worked good for about eighteen months. Buy, I don't know, buy Illinois bonds, right? I mean, that's that's the stuff you got to do. You buy Italian bank bonds. And, and instead, what do you get from the bank for you allowing them to loan out your money? Nothing. Listen, they've raised interest rates eight or nine times. You're still getting nothing. Why? Because they don't want you to, to, to have any value. They they already don't listen. Your money's got no value. Why do you think they keep talking about, oh, the, the Fed's going to raise raise rates right into a recession? Of course they are. It's what they do. And the funny part is, is the banks are like, oh, we still don't got any money. So uh, you know, they raise rates, you still get nothing understand what's really happening understand what they did when they said they fixed it because if 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 they truly had fixed it right i'd be sitting there telling you hey look at they broke up these banks we could have two three four five banks fail it'd be fine got fdic insurance Right now, we can't even have some crappy bank in Italy that nobody's ever heard of go under. So what did they do when they fixed it? Well, number one, they rewrote what happens when a bank fails. Right? They've got, in Europe, they've got a voluntary thing. (laughs) Hey, well, you know, we can voluntarily help them, but, you know, you don't have to. All of them, all of the central banks wrote the same rule. Hey, at the end of the day, we're taking it from the depositors, period. Right? Remember, the thing that the the central bank was supposed to do, right? We're supposed to save these depositors from these banks closing and them losing all their money. Right? They created that great FDIC insurance trust fund, right? 250000 you can have in there before you lose anything. Problem is, they don't have any money. Right? Think about it. 
Bank of America went under. Wells Fargo went under. City, uh, PNC, banks I've never heard of go under. They don't got any money. And they actually made it easier to get yours. Because you're truly an unsecured creditor. We all are. And listen, we got to have money in the bank. Right? You got to pay your mortgage. You got to pay your heat. You got to pay the car payment. You got to pay the, the health insurance. You got to pay that stuff. And now we're starting to see all the cracks. And we're starting to see all of the hemorrhaging around the world as we realize they really didn't fix anything. Now listen, oh, but we're okay. For now. By the way, uh, Dow is down now 450 points. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Got a couple of items for you when we get back. Don't touch that dial. 800-951-0592. Friday, we ran the BUCU $20 sp- uh, special. Right, These were coins that came out of Europe that Normally, these would be graded, you know, Mint State 61, Mint State 62. But because there's no spreads, and as you know, right, we always, you know, we, we tell you, don't don't buy graded coins and pay a big premium. Wait for us to run something and buy it for the same price or less. I've got, here's what I've got. I've got 12 cents. One, two, three, and four liberties. All of these are actually graded. Mint State 61 or 62, I think, you know, yeah. They're all 61 or 62, every one of them. I'm going to run these at the same price as I ran the other ones from last week. Twelve hundred ninety-five. Can't beat it. I can't even tell you a raw twenty for less than that. Twelve ninety-five. I know I don't got a lot. This is how it is right now. There's twelve saints. There's four liberties. If you said to me, "Which one do you buy first? I'd tell you it doesn't matter. They're worth the same. You know, they're with it five bucks. You know, either way, uh, the lib or the saint. Silver, not a lot out there. Cases of U.S. Silver Eagles, $8,750. Rolls of Silver Eagles at 350 I still got some half-dollar rolls at 120 so I've got you covered there at 800 592 Remember what it is you're getting ready for. It's not stagflation. It's not a recession or a great recession. It's not 4% GDP or 4% unemployment or 2% inflation. You're protecting your wealth. How do I know I'm right? 
By the way, I promise you this, I will never lie to you. I tell you what the facts are. You'll say to me, remember, because I told you how they've strengthened the law and how much easier it is now for them to get to your money. All of it now. Not just your bank account. Right? What did too big to fail have to do with your 401k? Nothing. How about your IRA? Nothing. Well, at least I didn't think so. Apparently the government did. They put a big fence around all that. Your money markets, right? We understood the money market when they broke the buck. Now they'll force you to stay in. They won't let you take your money out, right? We and you know I'm right. Go ask the Greeks. They tried to get their money out with it. Oh, sorry, right? Looks like the Italians are next. How about this? Did money launderers? create the financial crisis? You know, before the financial crisis, we took third-party checks. Right, Wendy? Right? Eric, I think, even ran a commercial about how we take third-party checks from Guam. We didn't care. Won't take any of those. Right? How about putting cash in the bank? We didn't care. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we got cash. Go put it in. Right? How about, I know what it was. I know what caused it. Mothers and grandmothers putting cash into their adult children's bank accounts, or even not even their adult children, for birthdays or spending money. Right? It was them. That was it. They caused it. Right? Can't even do that now. Right? If you're not on the account, you want to put some money in? How about this? Remember, you, like, during Christmas, there would always be, you'd hear a story about how a nice guy went into his little bank and, and paid off somebody's debt. Can't do that. <laughs> we used to pay, you know what, I'll tell you that. I'll give you another great. We'd pay our credit card with cash. The banks won't even take it. Right? You bank at Wells Fargo, JP, or Johnson, it doesn't matter the bank. Whatever name it is, Bank X. And you got a credit card with them, and you want to go in there, hey, I'm going to pay off my credit card, and I'm going to give them cash. Nope. They won't even take it. Why? The answer is simple. They want to force everybody to put their money in. That way, when they got to go take it, right, they can tell, oh, well, you know what, everybody got whacked. Right, the only way to save yourself, listen, we're all going to get whacked. We are, right? They're like the Sopranos, right? We're the unsuspecting guys. We're going to get whacked. The difference is how big of a whacking you take. Those that have some money and the smart ones that got their money in gold and silver, you'll stay whole. U.S. $20 gold pieces. I've got 12 Saints. The Saints, and I think all the Saints may be MS-62s. There may be some 61s in there. But I think, yeah, it looks like they're all 62s. 
twelve ninety five. I got four uh, liberties. Two sixty twos and two sixty ones on the liberties. They're twelve ninety five. U.S. Silver Eagles three fifty a roll. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. By the way, gold's down three. Silver's down a dime. The Dow's down four thirty five. Patriot Radio News Hour, 800-951-0592. And just, you know, as as we watch all of this unfold, uh, and, and like I said, most of it has no real bearing on what's really happening. They're, they're in this, what I'll call the doom loop. Right? We have to issue so much debt. And the numbers are skyrocketing. And now these banks, they're the only ones buying them. <laughs> right? And and they're starting to become money losers. And, and the doom loop is, hey, eventually what happens? They start losing all this money, and, and then they realize, oh, no, we got to get out of them, right? Now there's even more debt to sell. And you see, it's just this vicious cycle more debt to sell at the same time the amount of debt being issued is so massive and now they've come up and remember money laundering I don't even know if it's really even a problem right but let's just say that it didn't cause the crisis right but yet you know you can't put cash in the bank well you know you you give out your social security number your driver's license right how did you get it right third party checks oh my gosh you you must be a criminal right and they they want to for the foresee all of it in because see this is a ponzi scheme and remember how a ponzi scheme works it's fine as long as the money coming in exceeds the money going out. Right? Well, how did they catch Bernie Madoff? <laughs> they didn't catch him until what? It went the other way around. Isn't it funny, coincidentally, by the way, that we probably wouldn't catch Bernie Madoff with the new rules? Because they would have invoked a you-can't-sell rule. 800-951-0592. Pick the radio news hour. We'll be back tomorrow.